This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're going to be talking about communication as a key to your athletic success. Now, why are we going to talk about this today? There are a lot of different reasons that this is extremely important and a lot of different reasons why people struggle with it. So that was you know, a real driving factor in bringing this podcast to you guys, but that's also been a huge factor in my business recently and things that I'm working on as a coach to improve at to continue to deliver better results for my athletes. Because if you know me, you know my goal for each and every athlete I work with is to succeed beyond their wildest expectations. I'm going to say that one more time, to succeed beyond their wildest expectations. And over time, one of the things I've realized that you need in order to succeed beyond your wildest wildest expectations is constant, clear, concise communication. Constant, clear, concise communication. I just realized that's, what is it called? An alliteration when four words start with the same letter. Anyway, that's not the point of the show. But we're going to be talking about communication during training specifically because this is something I believe gets extremely overlooked in for a lot of athletes and something that is extremely extremely important so where do i see this go wrong where do i see people struggle with communication in training number one is around injuries and that's going to be the main focus of the show today so number one is around injuries if you are in the gym and something you're doing is causing pain or you're getting hurt or you know your body is just extremely beat up whatever it is a lot of people just want to push through it. They just want to show up anyway because, you know, and they just they don't want to admit that maybe they're doing a little more than they can handle or they don't want to admit that they're hurt or they don't want to admit that they need something different. Now, why do they feel this? Why do they feel like they have to push through and they can't just say, hey, coach, my shoulder feels like it's popping out of the socket. I can't keep doing this or, hey, you know. I've trained for 28 hours this week and my body's just breaking down and I need the day off. Why do people feel like they need to push through it instead of, you know, actually giving themselves what they need? So I've come up with a few reasons that I've seen with athletes and a few reasons that I believe athletes do want to push through and not actually give themselves what they need. Number one is they don't want to be labeled as soft. They don't want their coaches thinking that, you know, they're a pussy that can't take the heat. So they just pretend even when their body's beat up that they can take it and they're fine and they can just keep going, keep going, keep going. Number two, they don't want to be a burden on the coaches. This is something I've had athletes actually say to me before. They got hurt in training and they didn't tell me because they were like, oh, I didn't want to like make you have to switch up the program for me. So I just pushed through it. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, number three is they're convinced that pain is just part of the game. This is something I hear all the time. I see, I hear athletes say this kind of stuff all the time. You know, oh, injuries and pain, it's just part of being an athlete. It's just part of the game. And to an extent, that's correct. You know, injuries are going to happen, but 90% of them guys are preventable. 
understanding how to train better, understanding how to move better, understanding the things you're doing in training that are causing the pain will allow you to move past the pain, allow you to train feeling healthy and allow you to actually see better success in your sport. So don't look at injuries as just part of the game and understand that's your body telling you that something's wrong and you need to change. Another one is they're just blindly trusting. Yeah, things hurt or I'm, you know, injured or whatever, but coaches know what they're doing. So I just need to follow the plan. And the thing I always try to push with my athletes and I could be doing a better job of, but I'm always working on with my athletes is helping them understand that plans are meant to change. Yeah, as a coach, I know what I need to do to help develop a high level athlete for a competition. However, if you are injured, the way to develop you into the highest level athlete is no longer the same. We don't need to do the same stuff now. Now we need to switch it up to focus on fixing the injury that you've had. And then the last one is they don't want to lose out on opportunity. This one I've seen many times, you know, fighters at high levels that are going through camps with a lot of bad injuries. And so they just keep training through it because they don't want to miss out on the opportunity. They don't want to miss out on the big fight, the big payday, whatever it is. So they just keep going through it. They just keep pushing through it. So we're going to break all of these points down very quickly, just so I can hammer through some common fucking sense into some of your heads, hopefully. If you are somebody who just pushes through injuries all the time and doesn't properly address them. So number one, they don't want to be labeled as soft. Now, think about what you're saying here. You're going to push through an injury. You're going to make an injury worse. You're going to, you know, grind through it and continue to cause yourself problems because you don't want your coach to think you're soft. You know what really doesn't want, like, you, to me, if I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, to me, if I'm working with an athlete, the thing that gives me more respect for them than anything is when they can come to me and they can say, hey, I can't handle this right now because of, and then give me the proper reason. Because if you can do that, guys, that's not being soft. That's being fucking mature. And that's understanding what your body's limits are. And then that is, if you understand what your body's limits are, you're going to be able to work through them and you're going to be able to move past them. But if your body's limit, let's say, is a 7 out of 10 and you're trying to push at a 10 out of 10 every day, what's going to happen is you're going to get hurt worse. And if you get hurt worse, what happens from there? Your ability to maintain 7 out of 10 now becomes 5 out of 10, then 4 out of 10, then 3 out of 10, until you can't maintain shit because instead of addressing what where your limitations were and working through them, you tried to jump three, four steps above them and ended up injuring yourself worse. So stop worrying about somebody thinking you're soft and understand what the fuck you need in order to get better. Number two, they don't want to be a burden on coaches. Guys, this is why coaches exist. This is why coaches exist. They are here to help you through these problems. At least good ones are anyway. They're here to help you through these problems. If you are hurt, and you come to your coach and you say, hey, I can't do these exercises because of an injury. And their response is, oh, you're such a burden on me or some variation of that. Get the fuck out of that coach's program. Because that coach does not deserve to be a coach, let alone to be your coach. Because if a coach is not willing to help an athlete that's dealing with an injury or that's dealing with some sort of problem, then they're a shit coach that doesn't deserve to have a fucking job. And I'm putting that as nicely as I can. So if you're worried about being a burden to your coach, first of all, that tells me you don't have a great relationship. 
And second of all, that tells me you have a shitty fucking coach. Talk to them. Tell them what's happening. And they are going to be able to help you work through it. And if they react negatively to that, if they tell you, oh, you know, oh, it's such a problem. Oh, what's like, what's wrong with you? Give you some sort of shit about that. Get the fuck out of that program and go find a better one. Because that's a terrible coach and you should not be working with them. Your success in your career is up to you. And you need to find the right people in your corner to be able to maximize that success. So number three is they're convinced that pain is just part of the game. They're convinced that pain and injury are just part of the game. So if you're sitting here and you're saying, oh, I'm just going to work through this injury because, you know, it's part of the game and I just need to learn to deal with it. I want to break that down for you. Number one, there are times where working through some pain is part of the game. If you're sore from a session you did yesterday, things don't really feel great, but you can get yourself warmed up and then you feel okay. Yeah, keep training, work through it. If you are straight up injured, like if you are coming, if you throw a jab and you get a sharp stabbing pain in your shoulder, that's not pain you're just going to work through. That's your body telling you there's a fucking problem that needs to be fixed. Okay. I want to repeat that one more time to really let it sink in. If you do something simple, like you throw a jab and there's a sharp stabbing pain in your shoulder, that is not a pain you're just going to work through. That is a fucking problem that needs to be fixed. Because if you don't fix that problem, then the more you throw that same punch, the more and more pain that shoulder is going to be in. And then by the time you get to the fight, you have no use of your jab in hand. I was going to say left hand, but obviously some people that's switched around. You have no use of that arm because you never actually address the problem in the shoulder. So remember what the actual point of training is. The point of training is to have you at your best on the day of competition. So if you're injured, if you constantly have issues, you're injured, everything hurts, even if you get all the hours in, you check all the training boxes, if you're coming into that fight and your shoulder's locked up and your neck isn't feeling good and your hips hurt and whatever, you're not gonna perform well, even if you checked all the training boxes, you did all the hours you were supposed to. So if something like that comes up, don't just think, oh, it's part of the game and I gotta keep going. Figure out what you can do to address it and what you can do to fix the problem. And if you can fix the problem, then you can move past it. And this is where coaches come in, guys. If you're an athlete listening to this and you're dealing with this kind of injury right now and you talk to your coach and you say, hey, I've got this bad pain in my shoulder. Again, first of all, if they react negatively and give you shit for being hurt, fuck them. Second of all, if they do react positively, them knowing that there's an issue allows them to help you fix it. But if you're just grinding through it, being like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm just going to keep working. And you don't tell your coaches about it. Guys, coaches can't fix what they don't know about. They can't help you with what they don't know about. So you need to tell them so that you can work on a plan together to fix it. And if you don't tell them, then as a coach, I'm going to assume everything's fine. I'm going to assume you're good. Program's going well. Everything's solid. And if it's not, then you need to communicate that so that the coaches can help you. Now, the next one, they're blindly trusting. Coach knows what they're doing, so I just need to follow the plan. So same idea here, guys. This is what we just talked about. If you are not telling your coach that there's something wrong, you're not telling your coach that, you know, every time you throw your left high kick, your hip snaps and it causes a sharp shooting pain down your whole leg, then they're going to keep getting you to throw that left high kick. 
And if every time that happens, that gives you that sharp stabbing pain, that's going to get worse. So don't do it for the next four weeks until the point where your hip is injured and you can't do it anymore. Tell your coach now, say, hey, I'm getting this problem. Every time I throw this kick, this bad pain happens. What can we do to fix that? And then if your coach is a decent human being, they're either going to find someone who can help you if they don't know how to help you themselves, or they're going to give you exercises that you need to start doing to fix that issue. So don't just be blindly trusting. Be vocal if you have issues. If there's something going wrong, be vocal so that you can help fix the problem, so that the team around you can help fix the problem. And finally, they don't want to lose out on opportunities. This one obviously is a little bit tougher, and I want to give an example of a recent, uh, well, relatively recent, I guess. I want to give an example of a UFC fight. When TJ Dillashaw came back after, um, after his Corey Sanhagen fight, and he went to fight for the title, he fought Aljamain Sterling. If you guys are UFC fans, you'll know what I'm talking about. About 10, 20 seconds into the fight, I believe it was, his shoulder popped out of the socket, and he fought the whole first round with his left arm basically hanging out. And then after the fight, when he did his interview, he said, you know, oh, it popped out about 20 times during training camp, and I just knew that, you know, I just kept grinding because I knew this was a big opportunity and I wanted to make sure I maximized it. But then that grinding that he did to maximize that opportunity ended with him popping his shoulder out 10 seconds into the fight and losing terribly and then later retiring because his shoulder was so bad. And again, there are different issues that are at different levels. So I'm not saying that I have the perfect answer to any one problem, but a lot of the time, guys, unless your shoulder is in the absolute most horrendous condition, if it pops out once and you keep training on it and you don't give it a week to recover and do some rehab exercises with it to properly strengthen it up, it's going to pop out again. Whereas if it pops out that first time and you give it two weeks, you train around it, you do whatever else you can, keep the conditioning work going, take a few days away from the mats, let it actually fully heal, you're going to be able to get it back to the point, not saying that it would have been perfect, but if it had popped out twice during training camp, maybe it was solid enough that it was going to stay in during the fight. But it just working through it and ignoring it and pretending it wasn't a thing didn't let him maximize that opportunity. It let him pop his shoulder out 10 seconds into a fight in front of millions of people and get stomped. And this is no shot at TJ Dillashaw. I think he's a fucking beast. He's had his issues. Feel about him how you may. But I think the dude's a fucking beast. And this is no shot at him directly. This is something I see with a ton of athletes. But if he was to come to the UFC and show them, hey, here is like the x-rays of my dislocated shoulder. I can't fight on this date. Maybe it gets pushed back about a bit. Maybe he loses the opportunity, but you're not coming into a fight fully compromised with no chance of winning. So instead of thinking, I need to keep pushing through this pain because I don't want to lose out on this opportunity, think, how can I best work around this so that I can maximize this opportunity? You've got to be able to put yourself in a position to maximize the opportunity and going into a fight at 60% of your full health is not maximizing an opportunity. So I'm not saying that you need to just completely call it anytime you get hurt, but guys, you need to figure out ways to work around it, not just ignore it and keep pushing through. That is a recipe for making it worse, which in turn is a recipe for that opportunity you're scared of losing, not going well. So 
This is something, guys, that I'll always push with all of my athletes. One of my main focuses with every athlete I work with is that communication needs to be open at all times. If you're dealing with something, I need to know about it so that I can help you work through it, so that I can help you work around it. It's not a perfect system, and unfortunately, I don't get that buy-in 100% of the time with athletes. But, guys, my goal is to help athletes succeed. Every athlete that works with me succeed beyond their wildest expectations. And a secondary goal to that is to provide the best possible coaching that I can to each and every person that starts up with my company. Now, as a coach, I'm always working and investing in leveling up my knowledge to better provide that to my athletes. I'm confident we have the best systems in order to help athletes see the best results they could possibly see. But even though I'm confident we have the best systems for that, we are not stopping where we're at. We're always trying to level that up. But guys, these systems are worthless if I am not in communication with these athletes. So if you are working with a coach right now, the programming you are doing is not effective if it is not working for you and you're not saying something. Because any program is effective because of the adaptations, not because of the exercises. So don't blindly sit there and think, I've got to do these because this is what the coach told me to do. Actually critically think, if this exercise is giving me pain, let me talk to my coach so that I can figure out what to do instead of this so that we can work around it and we can keep building through it. And one of the things, guys, as well, is that every athlete is different. Every athlete needs something different. And the systems we have and the systems that I strive to build within our company account for that. It doesn't account for one program being necessarily perfect for anybody who would do it. But the focus is that we are providing the adaptations we're looking for in order to help our athletes see success. And the key to your success is communication. The key to your success is talking to your coach, asking questions. When something's not working for you or when something's giving you pain, telling them so that they can continue to make changes for you. And if you feel like those changes aren't addressing everything that you need or you feel like things are still going wrong, communicate more. There is never too much communication. Your success is up to you. Your success is up to you at all times. And so if you are not feeling like you're getting the results you need from whatever it is you're doing, communicate. You need, <clears throat> excuse me, you need to talk about it. Because if you talk about it, the changes get made. And if, the change, and if you continue to talk about it, the changes continue to get made. But if you're doing a program and you're sitting there going, ah, this fucking coach doesn't know what he's doing because he's, you know, not giving me issue, you're not giving me exercises to address these issues that I'm having, but you haven't communicated that you're having those issues. Guys, we're not fucking mind readers. But if you are communicating and you are talking to your coaches, then that is where they're going to be able to help you make the changes. They're going to be able to ask you the right questions that are going to allow you to help them help you more, create better programs to help you succeed. There is never too much communication. I would rather an athlete be updating me every single day, asking me questions, looking for changes, doing everything they can on their end, than suffering in silence if something isn't working for them. So the main takeaway that I want you guys to take from this guy is that you don't suffer in silence. Don't sit there and blindly just say, well, this is the plan, so I have to do the plan. If you've got an issue, talk about it. If you've got an injury, talk about it. 
if we make changes to the program and you still feel like it's not addressing that injury, talk about it because we can continue to make more. And the second one, guys, is be fucking annoying. And I know that sounds like I'm being rude about it and I'm not meaning it. An annoying athlete is my favorite athlete in that way. Someone who is constantly hitting me up being like, hey, I need more of this. Hey, I need changes here. Hey, can we do more work for this? Can we change something like that? Because if it's a change that as the coach, I know we don't need to make right now, I can explain to you. This is why we're not addressing that issue right now. And this is what we're going to do in the future to help address that issue. If it's a change that you feel you need, then if I know about it, I can address it. If the changes we make don't feel like it's doing enough for you, then I can address it again. So remember, and this is one of my mentor's favorite quotes, closed mouths don't get fed. If you are sitting in silence, if you are suffering in silence, if you are just saying, this is the plan, so i got to follow it, even though it's causing issues for you, that's not a way that you're going to improve. But if you're able to take that problem, bring it to the attention of the coaches you're working with, and then help them help you work through it, that is how you're going to get the results you want. Be loud and make sure the issue gets addressed. And continue to be loud because that is the way that you get what you need. So as a coach for myself, I know I'm here to do everything that I can for every single athlete that I work with. But as the athlete, you guys need to be doing that as well. You guys need to be taking accountability and taking responsibility for your success so that you can help us help you. So if you're out there right now and you're suffering in silence in your program, you're doing something that is causing you pain and you're just biting down and doing it anyway because that's what you feel, think you're supposed to do, stop. Bring that to your coach's attention. Have that discussion with them because communication is key to your success. You are ultimately responsible for your own success. We as coaches have the tools to serve you, but we can't serve you if you don't know, if we don't know what you need. So thank you for listening. I appreciate everybody who tuned in. That is it. That is all. I hope you guys took something away from this, and I hope you guys are understanding of the accountability you need to take for your own success. I wish you all nothing but the absolute best moving forward in your journeys. We'll be back on here tomorrow talking about something else. However, in the meantime, if you got some value from this episode, I would love to hear what it is. So drop me a message back. Let me know what it is you are able to take away, what it is you can apply to your own training or to your own career right now. And as always, that is it. That is all. And I was looking forward to talking to you all again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.